Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Mighty Main Street on KSL, the faces and places of Utah. This business show features interviews with our small business community that make us proud while driving our Utah job market. We're supported by Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. I have Renee Wong with me, founder of Wild Woman Tribe. Renee, one of the things I love about I realize self-care came out of COVID. Uh, so if there's going to be some positive that comes out of this experience, I think the term self-care really makes sense. And what I like about this is that this is, it's just like you're in the plane. You put your mask on first before you put it on your children or anybody else around you. And so I love that term self-care. Can you tell us a little bit more about Kristen? She is, her background is unbelievable. I, when I went to your website, I was listening to one of the podcasts. She's quite extraordinary, and it's so impressive that she has embraced Wild Woman Tribe, since this isn't something that she would normally do, but she sees a difference with yours. Would you tell us a little bit more about Kristen and why you think she sees Wild Woman Tribe as something that really speaks to her? Sure. Kristen has become a dear friend over the last couple of years, and so I love that um, she is constantly opening herself up to new experiences and to challenge thought patterns that she thought she had. Like, for example, I don't think I'm a woman's group woman. Um, I think it speaks to the fact that Wild Women Tribe embraces all types of women. It's not like a group for only women who like to hike outdoors or who like to do yoga or who like to read self-help books or whatever. Like, it's very much in the vein of you do you and you do your highest version of you and the people around you support you. So it's very inclusive. One of the things that I've loved about organizing these experiences is the collaborations with different women in the community and women small business owners. Um, It's been so gratifying to see this network of coaches and therapists and fitness instructors embrace it and say, yes, I love this idea of talking about a focused theme and really diving deep into that for the day. And so I've been able to see and witness this, like, other smaller concentric circle of women supporting women through business emerge through the tribe. And I think that might be something that Kristen and other coaches of her caliber are really gravitating towards. And to give people an idea, 
of the caliber of people that you're bringing into Wild Woman Tribe to be able to speak to the group and empower the group and and, and help coach them and support them. Uh, Kristen, uh, just a just a quick uh, sports background on her. I mean, what she dominated in. I mean, this when she talks about fear, she knows exactly what she's talking about. Do you want to just give us a quick snapshot of what type of athlete she was? Yeah, she was a big mountain skier, um, like in the 80s and 90s, and she was considered to be, I think her title was, quote-unquote, like the most fearless woman athlete in North America. She was, like, skiing off cliffs back in the day when, like, not a lot of men were even doing that. She's had a couple movies made with her. She's been in Warren Miller films. And then she really transformed her own outlook on fear because fear was something she grappled with every day. Like she had people around her dying on the mountain. Sure. Um, And she dove really deep into Zen philosophy and Zen practice. And so she considers herself to be a Zen coach and has now written a book on fear called The Art of Fear. And she was like on the Megan Kelly show. And she really does travel around the world as a speaker on fear um, and bring people to Utah to do ski camps where they think they're really going to get tips from her skier, but she helps them on a deeper level confront and process how fear can really hold us back from different breakthroughs in in life. On a day-to-day basis. It, it can pull on us back. On a day-to-day basis, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. going through a divorce or going through the death of your parents or a child or whatever. On a day-to-day basis, it's time, It's things that sometimes we have to just face every day and go, wow, losing your job. I just listened to the speaker talk about the fact that at the base of us as human beings, we want to feel useful. And so you have something taken away from you that you felt that you were useful doing, either parenting or or spouse support or, you know, or job. And you have that taken away from you. It really, it really addresses your identity. That's the part that stops us in our tracks and that all of a sudden we feel kind of stuck. And so uh, right. I think it's so cool, Renee, that you have started this. How many people do you have supporting Wild Woman Tribe right now? Supporting, we've worked with probably two or three dozen different coaches and collaborators um, over the years. And some we rotate back to because, you know, relationships, give and take and you have like a really good flow with with several um and then i think in terms of how many people have come on these adventures i was thinking about it yesterday to get some numbers for you i'd say like probably several hundred that's exceptional so i just signed up to get the newsletter and to understand more about what it is that um, the goals and everything and so how many actual members do you have or, or tribers or whatever you call us so how many of us do you have I don't actually have a count on it. You know, we have people who um, I'd say would receive the newsletters and read the content, and that's all they do. And I have others who are like diehard group members who come on every single wander and every retreat. There's a handful of them who do that. Um, It really varies. So there's not like a fixed number, but there's certainly the opportunity for women to encourage them when you come, you know, bring your business cards. It's not a networking event, but um, you will connect with people and meet people who share a like-minded spirit and a like-minded way of looking at the world. And so I do know that people have met on group excursions and retreats and have kept in touch and become good, close, dear friends from from those initial meetings. 
Well, I bet it's huge word of mouth. And women are such natural. Well, people, we're, we're, we're networkers. Uh, women especially love to network and like to share amazing stories or products or whatever. And so I bet the word of mouth on this is huge for you. And it's three years now, and I see this really continuing. And so to give people an idea, they can sign up for the newsletter. They can be a day tripper, kind of like the old yep. Beatles song. They can be do a day tripper. They can look at bigger excursions in maybe a couple of days. Uh, do you do anything bigger than that? Do you go like for a week or for four or five days? or do you go out of the state of Utah? Yeah, it's funny that you ask because um, we're looking at doing a Costa Rica retreat in the fall and possibly Mexico as well. So there is the opportunity to have even deeper dives outside of the state. Right before COVID hit, I was in Costa Rica and it is amazing. I mean, Costa Rica is so cool. That would be fabulous. And of course, you know, Mexico is wonderful as well. That's a cool, that's great. I love the direction you're going in. I can't wait to find out more about this. Uh, do you want to give us your website so people know where to go and kind of give people an idea? I didn't see where I needed to pay a membership or anything. So how does this work for you financially, Renee? There's no membership fee, but each of the excursions has a different fee. And okay. so that gets split between, you know, the group and the collaborators as well. The website is wildwomentribe.net. The next upcoming retreat is in Moab, uh, May 14th to 16th. So Kristen will actually be there, and we'll have daily yoga. We have this amazing um, Salt Lake-based nutrition coach and chef, Marissa Cardwell, who's coming to cater all our meals. Um, We'll have some art therapy, guided hikes, fireside dance parties, a lot of different fun experiences there. Renee, thank you so much for joining us. You are brought to us by Utah Office of Tourism. They asked us to give you a call. They're one of the underwriters to the program, Reaching Out to Small Business. It's been a pleasure getting to know you, and I'm so glad I signed up to find out more about Wild Woman Tribe. And the website again is? Wildwomantribe.net. Thank you so much, Renee. All the best to you. Thank you, Chris. Check out our interviews on the podcast page of kslnewsradio.com. I'm Chris Redgrave, host of Mighty Main Street. Stick around for more stories on KSL Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.